Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with you. Got a new project that I wanted to announce to you, tell you about, and uh, we're going to do a little exercise here around this because there's a really cool concept that has come from this whole thing as I got this project started. So let me go into telling you kind of the background on this. It goes back to the early days of the origination of this podcast, really, back when everything kind of turned around in my life in 2009. Doggone it, I'm missing my buddy Mike O'Sullivan right now. Mike was an early, early listener to the show, and he would have been telling me old stories that I had long since forgotten. But when I was spending that first year in the RV in 2009, one of the things that I did during that year was buy this program that was being marketed basically kind of in the backwash of the movie The Secret. Bob Proctor, Jack Canfield, Michael Beckwith teamed up and put together this program called The Secret Science of Getting Rich. It was kind of a deeper dive into the philosophies of The Secret. The movie basically set up that what we focus on, what we put our attention on, will eventually manifest or come about. But it did leave a lot of blanks that have been filled in, of course, over the last 15 years since that movie came out. Well, that program at that time basically almost single-handedly completely turned my whole perspective around. Well, it's been a long time since that program came out, like 15 years now. Bob Proctor recently, God rest his soul, is gone. The program, to my knowledge, is not available in its original form. And the last time I saw it, it was like over $500, which is just too much. So what I've had on my mind for some time was basically to recreate that project, but with my own material. That program was actually quite heavily influenced by the movie. And the movie is, of course, pretty much old news now, so we can take a fresh look at things, but weave some new stories, new content, and bring it up to date because there are some things, even some languaging in the book, that needs to be modernized. Now, obviously, this book was written in 1910. That makes it very much in the public domain. So doing such a project is not only acceptable with Amazon and Audible, but my intention is to create the audio part, then have it transcribed and publish the Kindle and paperback versions. But mostly you have to do that in order to get it published on Audible and iTunes. So we'll turn it into an audio program. And you may not have known, but with Audible, a lot of times people say, well, I didn't get the book because you have to subscribe. You don't have to subscribe with Audible. In fact, you can buy audiobooks right off of Amazon. And if it takes you to Audible, you just buy the book by itself without their monthly subscription. I don't have a monthly subscription to Audible. And all, I've got all those 40-plus books on there. And Audible sets the pricing, not the author. So when you see a Fred Dodson or a Steve Forrest book on Audible, that price is Audible's price. So when this comes out, they too will set the price for it. But instead of being hundreds of dollars like what I spent, it will basically be like any other audiobook, probably around $20, $15, $20, something like that, affordable to everybody and widely distributed. I just got the first draft of the cover from a designer that I hired off of Fiverr. 
Oh, my goodness. It, like, literally just put my jaw on the table. It is so cool. So I'm very, very proud of this already. I've recorded a couple of sections. The thing is flowing. It's going to work great. Well, being in that space put me in a different frame of mind. Because for one, I've been listening back through the program to pull some of those nuggets that I want to include or make sure at least get in some way in this program. And of course, the other big factor there is getting into the energy of the program, the energy of the message, if you will. Now, we've been doing this thing on our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners on Facebook, that we do on Sunday nights. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I did this last night. I'm recording this the next day. And it went over very, very well. And people thought it was extremely powerful. So I thought what we would do is just convert it into a podcast. We're going to do a little active listening here. In fact, we're going to do a little visualizing. So if you're in a position where you can do that, great. If you're not, you can certainly do this while you're doing anything else. But just know that the maximum impact will come when you have time to really sit down and work this through. So the whole premise of the secret science of getting rich, the whole premise of all of these other materials that have come along, Fred Dodson's audiobooks, we've mentioned Greg Braden's concept of praying rain, where you get into the feeling of it raining, you feel the mud between your toes if you took your shoes off and the dry desert turns to mud. The pitter-patter of the raindrops on the ground and on your shoulders as you're standing out in the rain. The smell of the ozone in the air. The fresh, beautiful smell of a Rocky Mountain rainstorm. We feel these things. We put emotion to these things. We create them in the theater of our mind. That's what the whole concept of the science of getting rich, all of Fred's material, Wayne Dyer's material, Dr. Joe Dispenza's material, all of these great teachers and authors of the last 20 or 25 years in this space have all basically taught the same thing. And that's not just... A modern phenomenon, obviously, this goes way, way back, literally thousands of years ago. It just that we are so programmed to respond to our current situations that we really can't escape the pull of the present in order to live into the creation of our mind. But basically, what Wallace Waddle's concept is, we take that imagination and we get what he calls emotionally involved, meaning that we connect with it. And then we bring in our co-creator, source, God, the universe, your name, your label, however you want to see it. You have to envision impressing your imaginative creation upon that source. Let me make this a little bit clearer as far as this investment that we're talking about, this becoming emotionally engaged or emotionally involved. When you listen to a contemporary news story, and it's not a favorable one, because basically none of them are, right? <laughs> so you listen to the news, and all of a sudden you get upset. You get emotionally involved. 
you start to worry. Fear comes in. What if scenarios play out in your mind? You start to wonder if you're going to be okay. All of that is becoming emotionally involved. Here's another just to drive the point home. If you are single or back when you were dating, if you were in a current long-term relationship, you remember when you met that person? You remember when it started to click and started to gel and you started to see possibilities and you started to feel feelings and you started to get what? Emotionally involved. You started to lean in toward all of the wonderful things that could happen if that relationship unfolded. That's what is meant by becoming emotionally involved. Now, what happens, and this is a, a danger, I think, in this, using the relationship analogy is after we've had a few relationships not work out, especially ones if we felt we were wronged, then we start to get a jaded, more sarcastic or cautious perspective. So then we lose that edge of just trusting in the wonder of new synchronicities and new surprises. And that actually transcends to other areas of our life because how we do anything is how we do everything. So all of a sudden, we start to look at these other areas of our life through that skeptical lens. We analyze it. We critique it. We judge it. We don't just allow it. We don't allow the freedom of that youthful connection with new love. We miss that. If that's something that is gone from your life, oh, I would so encourage you to try to fall in love with the little things again and just let them be okay. I know a lot of people will turn to animals for their very therapeutic nature during such times. So what we're going to do now is shift into this little practice or rehearsal phase. I picked five broad areas of life that a lot of people would like to see some changes in one or all five of these. What I thought we would do is visualize into these, whatever they mean to you. Just start to create mental pictures along these lines and have fun with it. Play up the theater of the mind, imagineering, creating wonder from basically a blank canvas, letting your mind wander, letting your heart wander. Really step into this. Really dive into the emotion of it. If you're a little held back, try letting yourself go. It's all just play anyway. It's only in your mind, but really play full out. So we're just going to do a couple of minutes on each of the five. But then what you can do is as you start to develop the pictures, start to really feel it. Feel into the emotion of it. Feel the joy of it. Feel it raining, Greg Braden, pray rain. Feel, hear, smell, touch, experience what you're creating in your mind as though it were real. And then in the couple of minutes, and I know this is a lot to do in a fairly short period of time, each one, but then press it on, as Waddles calls it, the formless substance, source, God, and allow that energy that beautiful, benefic, loving energy to co-create this with you. And then really the end of the exercise is where you step back from all of that and leave the whole project with source. Now, another really cool part of this is 
that by doing five of these, you're going to see how easy it can become to just create little, simple, quick images in your mind on various topics. And this is where you can get really playful. Are you headed to the mall or the shopping center and you need a particular parking place? Well, on the way, you can start to visualize, get emotionally involved with it. And I know you're thinking, Thomas, it's a parking place. I know. And that's the problem is because we have gotten so crass to these uh, little small areas of our life that we don't let the little things become this magical co-creation process with Source every day, all day long. It's just a parking lot. and Dang it, the parking lot's awful. Well, let's break through that, okay? So here's the first category. Hopefully you're in a good place. But if not, just practice this as though you're doing it through the day because that's probably what you are doing. And then maybe later you could re-listen to this part of it and come back and if you want a marker, we're around 13 minutes and you could listen through just this part. So the first topic is to see yourself rich. Now, here's the thing. As you're closing your eyes and you're starting to settle into this, maybe rich doesn't mean money for you. Doesn't have to at all. A lot of people don't want a lot of money. And that's totally fine. But as you're formulating these images, what to you would have you feel magnificently abundant, wealthily abundant? Maybe for somebody else, it is about the cars and the house and the trips and all of that. Okay, fine. If that's not you, think about what your equivalent to that is and start to settle in now as you start to think about abundance in your life. Seeing yourself as completely, totally abundant. You are, in your own way, rich. What scenes do you see? What feelings do you feel? I hope by now you're smiling. What is it to you to be incredibly rich? What would you do with it? If it's money, how would you spend it? Would you share it? Would you support or invest in some societal phenomenon, something to help give back to others? What would you do? Would you use that freedom to write your own book? Create your own podcast? Start a YouTube channel? I 
now really feel into the emotion of it. And start to bring in a formless substance, our co-creator, source, God, the universe. Leaving your vision with that same source that created you. Now, as you come back to just a more neutral state, think about the next topic being your health, being well. So now start to create the exact same things, but on this topic. See how fast we can switch? Let's play a new mental game. What is you totally healthy? What is you without disease? without a chronic illness or without medication, you being fully alive in your natural state. See the picture. Feel the picture. Now begin to bring in that energy that created you, the very why that you are here. And as you are emotionally involved in that perfect, beautiful picture of you, leave it with Source. Leave it with your Creator. And thank Source, thank God for the privilege of being able to co-create. Here's another. Love. Connection. Happiness. Partnership. Relationship. Or just a beautiful relationship with others. Maybe it's not romantic. It doesn't have to be. Could be just with yourself. But think of love. Specifically, think of loving others. Think of new connections with your kids. If you have children. What does love look like? This is one you could spend a lot of time on in the future. Just get the picture now. Just get the initial picture of you being with that special person or that amazing relationship with yourself and other 
incredible people surrounding you in your life. Now, while you're working on that one, let's broaden it out to number four. It's kind of the same as goes with it. And that is to think of loving awareness. Like our little song from Ram Dass, I am loving awareness. Meaning that every single thing that you are aware of, you love. Everything. I am loving awareness. Because when you can be loving awareness, then you love everything. You're in love all the time. How does that feel? I am loving awareness. It feels really easy to just slide that one right into source, doesn't it? Now, one more. Think of being completely free. There's a great quote. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free... I've got to be me. So, I'd better know who me is. Think about being free in that kind of way. Free to be you. What does that look like? See it. What does that kind of freedom feel like? Don't think about where you are. Think about that freedom. Nothing else. Don't think about the obstacles for one second. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. I know you're smiling right now. I can see it. Now, press that feeling and those images on your Creator with gratitude for being able to co-create. Now, come on back to the real world. (laughs) 
How was that exercise? Just moving through those different spaces is incredible. Creating like that is incredible. That's the process. The book and audio book will have so much more in it. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so powerful. But that just gives you a little taste of what's to come. My intention is to have it finished by the beginning of July, so hopefully you'll be in a position that you can pick that up when it comes out. It's going to be a true treasure, for sure. I hope that you enjoy basking in the state of what we've just created together. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.